You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio. It is Friday. My daughter likes to say it's Friday. But uh, glad you are with us, where we like to say that we are always solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, glad you are here with us for the end of the week. And uh, Copper is running the board. Good day to you, Miss Copper. Good day. Well, uh, we got a, we got a, we got a full show. And in full disclosure, right now, too, I'll let you know uh, a friend of mine is going to be taking part of the last part of the show for me. Scott Stantis, you met him once before. He's an Emmy-nominated radio show host. He's a nationally syndicated uh, political cartoonist. And uh, Scott's been on the show with me once already, and he'll be here helping uh, guest host for a portion of the afternoon. But uh, you, you'll enjoy Scott. I mean, he's got an he's got a presence and an appearance uh, and, and a and a view of the of the times that I think is going to work out real well. But anyway, Right Side Radio. So here we are. And I'm, and I'm sitting here thinking about things as I got ready for today's Right Side Way. And then, you know, pop culture. Pop culture is, is it's, well, it's, it's pop culture. It's like part of us. It's, it's things that we see every single day. And in the middle of it all, one of the biggest pieces of pop culture, of course, is Hollywood. And I, and I just got to gotta look at this and think, what happened to Hollywood? I mean, remember back when Hollywood loved America? Now, listen, to be sure, there have always been detractors in the movie industry. It's a free country. They all have equal rights of speech and assembly to those who'd like dig ditches, fight wars, and to those who make movies. Uh, rumors abounded back in the day about Nazi sympathizers and closet communists in Hollywood. I mean, they've, they've been there all along. But there was also, at least it seemed like until recently, an, a more overt and active pro-America feel in Hollywood. I mean, we had, we had actors like Lee Marvin, Kirk Douglas, David Niven, Jason Robards, Audrey Hepburn, Paul Newman, all served in World War II. Ronald Reagan actually uh, served in World War II. Now, his service did not take him overseas, but what many people are not aware is he had already enlisted five years before the war, and it was a health issue that kept him from going overseas. Even those who didn't serve in uniform, like John Wayne, he made, in 1949, he made a movie called Sands of Iwo Jima, and it was said that every time it played... Uh, on TV or in, in theaters, that it drove up the uh, Marine recruiting numbers. The actors who did not agree with the national sentiments or had opposing political views still didn't seem intent on tearing down the country. But it doesn't seem that way all the time now. I mean, award shows that come on right now, you know, the Emmys and, and the, the Academy Awards, and they're just at their all-time lowest ratings because no one wants to see a bunch of entitled individuals, millionaires, get up there and rip our own country. Conservatives in Hollywood find themselves blacklisted. People like John Voight and Kevin Sorbo and Chris Pratt are certainly the exceptions. They say what they want to say, but a lot of them won't speak out at all. Used to be we had people like Bob Hope who would put together celebrity tours and they'd go and see our troops overseas, and he did that for decades, even in, in peacetime. And then there are also others who are not necessarily in Hollywood, but they are certainly large-scale personalities with more at stake than just, you know, um, mere service. And, and one of those is Pat Tillman. Pat Tillman forsook a million-dollar contract in the NFL to join the Army after 9-11, and he died as an Army Ranger in Afghanistan. I personally, uh, I'd love to tell this story one day, but I personally got Ted Nugent's autograph when he and Toby Keith came to Baghdad to entertain the troops. Entitled gazillionaires are the embodiment of the American dream, but too many of them these days have no respect for our nation. I want, I want to tell you a bit today, though, about one of my favorites. 
somebody who was nominated for five Academy Awards. Now, he's old school. He's a classic from the heyday of Hollywood. You know, he went from black and white all the way through Technicolor. He was a patriot. And until recent years, I had no idea how much so. I found a book just by accident. I had to buy it, and it was a great read. And it was called, the title of it, Jimmy Stewart, Bomber Pilot. I mean, did you know that Jimmy Stewart was a highly decorated bomber pilot from World War II? He didn't write the book about himself. It was written by someone else who witnessed his life and believed the rest of the world had to hear it. Something Jimmy Stewart wouldn't tell about himself because he was too humble. And after achieving moderate success as an actor in the 30s, the world changed in the late 30s going into the 40s, and World War II became something the United States was not going to be able to avoid. And he became the first big American movie star to enlist in the U.S. military. In his case, it was the Army. And it wasn't much of a leap for him, because if you look at his history, apparently his grandfathers were both U.S. Civil War veterans. His father was a veteran of the Spanish-American War and World War I, and being in the military was just part of his family tradition. And when he first enlisted, and this is almost funny, when he first enlisted, he was rejected from the military because he was underweight. Apparently he was skin and bones. He could have walked away at that point. But this was November of 1940, so he went basically on some kind of crash-eating binge. He gained some weight, and he re-enlisted in 1941, February 1941, just a few months later. And he applied to receive an Army Air Corps commission because he had a college degree, and he also already had his civilian pilot's license. And, and that path worked for him. And he received his commission as a second lieutenant in January of 1942. Now, at the time, he was still under contract at MGM Studios, so they required him to make some public appearances, but they wound up releasing him for the most part, because Hollywood at that time had a deep appreciation for our nation as a whole. And Jimmy appeared in one short film for the military at the beginning of all this called Winning Your Wings, and it was made to help recruit men to the Air Corps, and it was literally a, a nominated for an Academy Award for Best Documentary in 1942, and it's credited with like massive amounts of new recruits signing up to join the Army Air Corps, which later became the Air Force. But, but Jimmy Stewart was not content to make that kind of a military career. He kept petitioning for the opportunity to go overseas. And after he completed his pilot training in Albuquerque, New Mexico, he went to his commander and he, and he demanded the opportunity to serve on the front lines. And he eventually was sent to England in November of 43 as part of the 445th Bombardment Group to be a pilot for B-24 Liberator bombers. Jimmy Stewart, the world-famous actor, flew 20 highly dangerous combat missions as a B-24 pilot, and he later became a squadron commander. He received the Distinguished Flying Cross. He also received the French Croix de Guerre and the Air Medal for his military service. And in March of 1945, he was actually promoted to colonel, which made him only a small handful of Americans to go from private to colonel in four years. After the war, he came back. He resumed his career. The very first movie he did was It's a Wonderful Life. But at the same time, he didn't stop serving. Jimmy Stewart, what I did not know was that Jimmy Stewart stayed in the Air Force Reserves. And he stayed in there until his mandatory retirement date. In 1959, he was actually promoted to Brigadier General. This is our actor, Jimmy Stewart. It made him the highest ranking actor in the history of the U.S. military. He even did another stint of active duty briefly during the Vietnam War. And he flew as an observer in a B-52 bombing mission in Vietnam. He spent a total of 27 years in official military service, at the same time making movies and being known as a beloved American actor. He officially retired in May of 1968 when he reached that mandatory retirement age of 60. 
and he was awarded at the time the Air Force Distinguished Service Medal for his time in service. And he didn't usually speak about his military career, but he did do one documentary about it. It was called The World at War, where he talked about the 1943 Schweinfurt ball bearing plant um, raid that he participated in, which is an amazing piece of World War II air combat history. And when he passed away in 1997, he was buried with full military honors as befitting anybody of his rank and service. So let me tell you something. Hollywood, I don't get you because your legacy is not what we're seeing nowadays. You are acting like a bunch of entitled brats, and yet the legacy of Hollywood is standing up for what we are as a nation, not pushing down what you think we should be. The reality is there are people out there who match the pride and esprit de corps of previous generations. They're still there. We know they are. We need them to be able to speak up. Blacklisting be gummed. You've got to go ahead and say what you believe and be who you are. We need more of those folks. We need them to get loud again and get active, like Jimmy Stewart, bomber pilot. And that's a wrap for The Right Side Way. Well, listen, we've got a full show for you. More to come on this. I hope you're tuned in and dialed in and prepared to hear things that are solidly conservative and just plain right. It is Friday. Enjoy your afternoon with us here on Right Side Radio, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, the news talk giant in North Alabama. I think you're going to enjoy the things we got coming up later. We have my friend Scott Stantis coming on the show. And, uh, folks, it's been a great week, and we're proud to be with you. We'll be right back. Let the truth be told.